And this is Everything is Rent, a podcast where we talk about the best musical of all time, Rent, song by song. Today's episode is, they're all special, but today is extra special. We're talking about the song Take Me or Leave Me with Freddie Walker Brown. Walker Brown. Sorry. Let's do it again. Freddie Walker, Walker Brown. Brown. The uh, <laughs> woman who originated the role of Joanne on Broadway. Oh my God. Can you believe it? I'm I excited. Then <laughs> we will say we recorded this months ago. Yeah, the reason so you're, you're not hearing her talk right now is because she's not in the room. Mm-hmm. We're back in Los Angeles. We were in New York last June, or as Sarah likes to call it, August. August. <laughs> and uh, because she lives in on the East Coast, mm-hmm. she uh, graciously came into Manhattan, recorded with us for a day. It was a dream come true. Um, I do maybe our worst intro yet. Um, so we're making up for it with this perfect intro here. <laughs> Sarah said, should we plan it? I said, now nah, we're good. <laughs> so um, a couple of things to note. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recorded it a long time ago. So there's a lot of things that are now canon in the podcast that weren't back then. Yeah, for instance, that we would have referenced. Uh, Sarah eats soup off of her cat's tail. <laughs> it's That's not canon, canon now. It's definitely and it not wasn't then. Canon. We've only mentioned it one time. Um, uh, what else is canon now that wasn't canon then? Um, that you're a Trump supporter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. That's like canon I don't like. Yes, um, my president is now canon. Not good. Um, and I guess that's it. Just your cat tail thing and then my Trump <laughs> thing. Um, Both bad and untrue. So if you're confused, that's why, you know, it's because those things were not yet canon. Another thing that was not yet canon was we had not gotten in trouble from iTunes himself. <laughs> For not talking during the songs. So. Yeah, so we're, we have to re-record uh, the song with just us talking. Mm-hmm. Don't be alarmed. Freddie was there listening to the song with us at yeah. the time. I actually took a video of it because it was incredible. I didn't know. To watch her listen to Take Me or Leave Me. Ugh, it really um, was. And so I have proof. I, we're not lying. Um, <laughs> but she won't be talking during it in this episode because mm-hmm. she's not here. Yeah. Because we're in Los Angeles now. But we're, uh, you're about to hear her on this podcast. Please enjoy. We have a special guest. Yes, we are very excited on this episode of Everything is Rent to have with us. You know her from Maggie's Plan. You know her from the Big C. You know her from a bunch of other stuff. But you also know her as Joanne from From Rent Rent on Broadway, (laughs) the original Broadway Joanne. And we are so excited to have her here with us. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, this is Freddie Walker Brown. Oh, I didn't even say your name. Oh, my gosh. You know her so well, you don't even need to know her name, but we'll say it anyway. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yes, we have Freddie Walker Brown with us, and we could not be more excited. Thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you. Um, so usually what we do is we start off by asking people how they feel about rent, what their experience is with rent. So uh, When they first saw it, what, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I guess just start from uh, how did you get into it to begin with? Oh, um, that's always a fun story. I was directing something else. I was actually directing When the Chickens Came Home to Roost uh, by Lawrence Holder, which is a, a wonderful play, a Dulco winning play. And I was literally uh, coming down off a ladder. This is the callback. Coming down off a ladder. I'm all grunged up in like off blacks. Off a ladder? And, yes, because we're hanging blacks for the... Oh, okay, yes. The, um, I was just imagining you like yeah, no, on the street. <laughs> no, yeah, no. We're in a theater <laughs> hanging blacks mm-hmm. and, and uh, getting ready for tech and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like actually in my gruffing. I'm like, oh, God, I have to go to this callback or whatever. Okay, so I go to the callback. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
Oh, that was uh, yeah. That they gave me material of the callback. It was the first one I did. The Jeremiah's was bullfrog. But I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm all grunged up because this had to be the first one. Yeah, it's the first audition. This wasn't the callback because I, I did. I was all grunged up and I apologize for being all grungy. And I'm sorry I didn't have time to change. They're like, that's OK. It's a grunge show. It's like, cool, because yeah. here we go. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, and then I sang Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog, uh, uh, Three Dog Night. Yeah. And, uh, and that was it. It's like, yeah, whatever. And I don't even remember the callbacks, actually. And then I booked something else. Uh, so then we got through the other show and I booked something else too uptown at the uh, 92nd Street Y mm-hmm. and I've done things up there before which you know I've actually did a, a Suedos piece up there which was awesome and uh, um, and I'll never regret that but at the time I'm living in Brooklyn and I've already done a couple of things up there and both of these gigs now are the same amount of time the same amount of money Right. So you're getting the same amount of time towards your equity, health care or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the exact same amount of money, which was next to nothing. And I'm thinking and then I'm thinking to myself, OK. And my agents are like, well, you know, uh, rent is going to be a hip thing. I was like, OK. <laughs> and and, uh, oh, and the other thing was a biblical thing, which I had already done a biblical thing. That was the Suedos thing. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, the hip thing and Bernie went to college with Bernie and, you know, he's casting it and that's kind of cool. And it's so much closer to the commute. I'm in Brooklyn. It's just so much easier to get to. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to go for the easier commute. And <laughs> Thank and, God for that commute. And yeah, because the village was just easier to get to. Oh it was. Gosh. And I was like, this is, you know, I was like, this could be a more fun project. You know, yeah, what, yeah. I had no idea. And at that point, you have no idea no what it's going to grow yeah. into. None, that's none, such zero. a New York mentality also. Like, yeah, well, yeah. the commute for this. <laughs> it's, it was the same money. It was the same time, weeks. It was like, okay, I'll go for the easier commute. And um, the rest is, I was like, wow, seriously? But yeah. Uh, uh, Do you know who did the role in the other project that you didn't end didn't up doing? Didn't Shelley Dickinson do it? Oh, Isn't I don't that know. right? I, I, I think so. She was a cellist once, too. Oh, wow. At one All point, right. Joanne was a cellist. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I heard a rumor that there was a girl who didn't take it because of religion and she couldn't play a lesbian. Oh, and interesting. I, I thank her God to this day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was uh-huh. like, <laughs> sorry to Great. say so. But I was yeah. Like, Oh, I mean, she's probably awesome. got something else. Um, I hope she has something wonderful. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm yeah, just saying. But it is, well, she at uh, least has her religion still. I, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and that's all good. It would be so I, hard to be an actor, though. and It is very hard to and, have. Uh, I mean, it's so funny. It was just disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Just, <laughs> wow, for, Freudian, not. Just discussing Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, you know, Hasidiga Ibuai. And... You know, black church folk. You know what I'm saying? That's a heart attack moment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I I, I remember I was just like, oh, I'm laughing at the same time. We're straight to over laughing at this. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, um, I don't know. Uh, uh, you have to come to those crossroads quite off, often in yeah. this whole thing and figure out where you're going to make your stands and where you're going to take your check. Mm-hmm. And that's something I remember when I coach this, I coach, uh, you know, young people who are coming into the business and we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. I'm like, you have to figure out what your ethic is and how far you're going to go with it insofar as ethic versus making a living when you know, mm-hmm. you know, what it is you're doing. So, yeah, I've, I've blown up a few things for, for principle. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You meet your lines at some point. Yeah. But Rent was not one of them. No, no, no. <laughs> Rent was like, you know, I was like, okay, cool. And uh, um, and then Daphne was there, and we had just done, I had just met Daphne doing Where's Waldo. 
for <laughs> for uh, TYA. Oh. It was ridiculous. I'm like, seriously? So that was awesome. What was Where's Waldo? It was a children's show for TYA, Theater for oh. Young Audiences. Huh. Who did you play in Where's Waldo? Oh, gosh, no. Were the characters <laughs> like the other things you search for? Like the guy with the fishbowl on his head? I 100% <laughs> forgot. <laughs> don't apologize. We are that was a while very ago. Long you don't remember ago. every single detail? Yeah, about? no. Uh, <laughs> I, my life is an explosion of experiences every single day, and um, <laughs> I, I honestly, that is so that that show. Aside from the fact that we did it, and a couple of the people who were in it, yeah. the and driving the van, packing. I remember packing the van more than the show, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's one of those shows. You know, that's what TYA is. You pack mm-hmm. the van. It's such a wonderful gig though I hope they're still doing things like that you know what I mean because yeah. especially we actually did that in high school I had the most genius teacher Georgia Chauffel call her name mm. um, <laughs> she she did that for junior senior we called it touring company mm-hmm. junior oh, cool. and senior uh, year of uh, if you were in the whole drama thing and we had to write design mount and carry a show around to school kids all around the city. And wow. it was genius. And when I got to New York and found out you could get paid for this, I was like, what? <laughs> Been there, done that. My license is good. Yeah, uh-huh. let's That's hit so it. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a very cool thing. Yeah. So I'm glad it happens yeah, still. I hope it program. happens still. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. I loved that. And that's yeah. where I met Daphne. And then six months later, you know, we're walking into New York Theater Workshop. Wow. So you um how many callbacks were there? I do not remember. I but really multiple don't. callbacks. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> one know or that more that's... callbacks. One, definitely one. But I do not know that there was more than one. Okay. There was a debate about me being old, and <laughs> no, seriously, and that like really translated into the uh, audience because I was an early meme. If any of you guys out there can find it, Ooh. I'm looking for it. I am an OM baby, original meme, way back at the beginning of the internet. What's the meme? Okay, so they put my head on a dinosaur and called me Jurassic Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> and said that I was too old to be playing Joanne. No. And yeah, no, because they were mad. That's like, insane because also you're the original, you originated the role. So, so it's, how could you be too old? To, to be, right, well, yeah. whatever. <laughs> that, that's a good point, you know? Yeah. I wish I'd been that smart back then to think of it, but no. Uh, uh, because the thing is really that they were mad that I just didn't stay out and talk all night. You know what I mean? Like the guys who were sleeping out. But what they didn't know is I was the one sending them coffee. Uh, I was the one sending them sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So See. these are all of the sort of rent heads trying yeah, yeah, who yeah, came yeah, to yeah. every single right, performance. Right, exactly, exactly. And what they, I, I told them flat though on the internet, I was like, look, this old lady's got to get her sleep. I'm sorry, this is a hard <laughs> show. Yeah. I got to get home. Yeah. I can't talk to you all night. I have to rest this voice and get home so I can yeah. give you the best show I can give you, which yeah. is my contract with you. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, 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 and yeah. So I want that meme, though. I want that. Oh, right, we're I, on you it. You guys we're, can we're, find that. Oh at my the very gosh. least, we'll I'm, recreate it. I'm not playing. <laughs> OM, baby. Original meme. Jurassic Freddy. And my, um, uh, uh, my uh, I love the meme that I got from somebody made it from uh, um, Maggie's Plans. One of my favorite things. What's that meme? It's me and the, because uh, I play this like really like, I, I want to say frosty. I'm being kind. She's really bitch. <laughs> uh, administratrix at some university where mm-hmm. um, Ethan Hawke works and I get to like give him the evil eye, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And so it's a meme of me in the whiplash collar giving him just the eye. And I think it says, oh, please. I forget what exactly what it says, but I love it. It's on my uh, one of the Facebook pages somewhere. Oh, awesome. It just makes me laugh. What was your age, actual age compared to the rest of the cast? Good 10 years older. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I feel like that 
makes so much sense for the character of Joanne, though. I mean, you're a lawyer. You're yeah. Um, you have an actual the character has a career, mm-hmm. and yeah, six to ten, depending on who we're talking about. Sure, but that's the median because like yeah, yeah. The youngest were uh, Rodney, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think he was the very youngest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, yeah. But yeah, Joanne is the adult sort of of the it made, cast, no, so. just the it made, it made sense to me. I was playing her. I could, we're on board. I yeah. yeah, well, thank you very much. But so see, so was Jonathan. Jonathan was the one who was on board. Uh-huh. There was, I do believe, there was a casting debate about me being Gwen's role mm. instead, mm-hmm. and and my agents, yeah, agents, they were the ones like, no, she needs a lead. She's got a lead in that other thing, and 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 and, and I, I think it was Jonathan that championed me for this, and oh. so uh, I will always. You know, be yeah. forever grateful. Had you met him previously? No. Um, no. Um, most of what I know about him, I know about him posthumously, which I hate so much. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I, I really wanted to talk about Take Me as opposed to uh, Tango Marine, which I love. But Take Me is beyond special mm-hmm. because, to my knowledge, it's the last song he ever wrote. Oh, wow. Wow. And, um, and he wrote it off of us. Directly, um, it was not in the script. Uh-huh. Oh, it so didn't it was exist for the two of you. Mm-hmm. That wow. is so fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is beyond measure, and yeah. uh, I, I I'll never forget the first time I saw it, heard it. You know, and it's like this big strip number, right? You know, but and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally get this, right? I get this musically, like yeah. in an instant. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Latent stripper in me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> certainly vaudevillian. And um, then I paying attention to the lyrics, and I, I just remember being floored by it because I'm thinking to myself, when did you get to know me? Mm-hmm. How did you? How did you get to know me that deeply, this fast? It was two weeks, I think, into the process. Wow. And uh, maybe, maybe yeah. three, maybe three. I, I did not have much interaction with him. I was there, you know, uh, they talk about, oh, the kids from it. The few of us were kids who had never done Broadway. And most of us had not done Broadway, I don't think. Right, yeah, this was your Broadway debut. It was for yeah. a lot of us. But that doesn't mean we hadn't been out there doing our thing. You see yeah. what I'm saying? We'd, mm-hmm. we'd all been out there working and, you know, pretty much all of us anyway. And so it was a gig. I told you. It was yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's a gig. It's weeks for my health care. It's close to home. I'm doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm doing my job because, you know, we all had our day jobs, too. You all had to, you had your main, you know, your other hustle. You had just, you know, and you're just, and me, I'm just was always focused on trying to create. That's one of the reasons why, as I look back and, and begin to understand Jonathan Moore, uh, uh, his creative heart, so, so very uh, big. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I remember looking at the script and really, you know, loving it. I had no idea if it was going to be like, Fantastically, I knew that the day of the Sids probe. That's when I knew it was freaking huge hit. Mm-hmm. The day of the the Sids probe when we first sat down with the band. Oh, okay. And that's I was like, oh, this is. I don't know this terminology. Oh, <laughs> the day you first sit down with the orchestra and mm-hmm. sing through the whole thing okay. with all the music and all the everything, and I was yeah. like, okay, see, this is a mega hit right here. This is a freaking. Did everyone know? Were you all I, like? I think we at got that it? point we all knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that point, we all knew what we had and, yeah. and what it was, and it was like, wow. We are really part of something. And, you know, Daphne and, and Adam, uh, no, and Anthony knew before because they had been part of the first two workshops. The workshop. mm-hmm. So they already knew. Yeah. But the rest of us, 
you know, came in as we came in. I, I can't vouch for when other people knew it, but I know after that mm-hmm. we were all quite clear on just how amazing this is. Yeah. Right. So um, and of course, uh, it wasn't long after that that we lost him. And that's, you know, that's when certainly I, I knew it was going to go through the roof. Then I knew it. I, I was so mad about it, too. I was like, we didn't need that to make this go. Mm-hmm. But um, but of course, there was no stopping it at that point. It was yeah. Uh, yeah. the serendipity of it all. It was comet like. And so, you know. Yeah. Was the rehearsal process pretty standard? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a good rehearsal process. Uh, 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 the first thing was Seasons of Love. You always see, I hope that that is still the standard, that you always sing Seasons of Love as the first song of any rehearsal event. Mm-hmm. And it was the first song that we sang. And at that point, the first thing was when everybody walked in and I noticed how just beautiful everyone is. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so, <laughs> such pretty people, everyone. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's just, you know. It actually made me feel better. I'm like, my gosh, this is, so, you know, I mean, because everyone was so striking in their own way, just beautiful people. And that's Michael. He likes beautiful things. And I, I you know, who's, <laughs> up till be- then, you'd been doing a bunch of shows with a bunch of ugly, ugly people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't mean that at all. But I, I just mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. It, it was different. It was yeah. really beautiful people. Yeah. And I you think it, it also is, um, I, I don't know if this was of the time, but I think to me, I had not seen something up until that point that had such a cast of beautiful and diverse people, um, which was yeah, so special. I mean, yeah, we loved that. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Uh, uh, it's funny because I suppose when you are the diversity, you don't notice <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're like, I'm just showing up. I'm, no, but I'm saying no. I when when I I'm I'm used to doing shows with a lot of ethnic people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Because ethnic people tend to have to do shows with about ethnicity, which yes. kind of mm-hmm. sucks. But and that's the other great thing about Rand is that all these ethnic people, but none of it was about ethnicity. It, none right. of it. it never none of really it. Comes up. And it yeah. doesn't because except it's pointless. Mimi. It's yeah. pointless. It doesn't even come up for her really, except for the they mention where she's the from. Reference of the yeah. neighborhood, right? Yeah. And that mm-hmm. does that's not necessarily that she is Hispanic, except that of course uh, 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 Daphne is, and so there right. you have it. But yeah. but you follow what I'm saying? Yes, because yeah. it also feels very New York. Like that's, it is. that's what I, real life feels. I like. saw it in Germany. Mm-hmm. They did it in Japan and Japanese. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. It's everyone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's one of the geniuses of uh, Jonathan's writing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's you know that's what makes genius writing, and is when it's everyone. It's yeah. why Shakespeare works. And works and works and works and works because it's everyone. Yeah, it's just these universal characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it a lot of times? Oh, I've seen it. um, I saw it in London when they went. Mm -hmm. That was fun. And I saw it in Germany because a dear friend of mine played Collins from New York and he had moved to Germany forever ago. And then when I found out, he was, I was like, okay. And then he was like, no, you have to come. I'm like, yes, I have to come. (laughs) So that was awesome. Um, And that, and now, you know, my students, and and I teach the children of rent heads, which is crazy. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, and then also, of course, I teach young professionals. I coach young professionals, and so they do it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm just I just want to direct it. You know, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm like, okay, I just want to direct it now because yeah. I would really like to direct it. When you see it, are you like? How do you judge it? Are you just excited to see it or are you um, like, I would change this, I would change that? No. The only thing I ever look for in Rent, I mean, you know, there's so many ways to do it. Um, you know, that's not at all. I, I, you know, we'd like it to be sung well. That would be awesome. <laughs> but um, 
singing well notwithstanding, you know, it's a heartbeat. And you have to have it. If you don't, I, I tell my students, you cannot break your audience's heart until you break your own. Mm. And with Rent, mm. you must. See, you must. You must break your own heart to do it. You must find that place of heartbreak because that's the way that you get the real message going through it the way you're supposed to. The challenge was always to get the the stuffiest, most, you know, suit and tied up, arms folded, I'm not going to like this person mm -hmm. to weep. Mm -hmm. That's when you knew you did it right. Yeah. You know, and ooh, ooh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> um, um, studio person. But when you do that right, when you do that, that's when you've done rent right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Because it is designed to open the soul. Yes. That's what it's meant to do. And Jonathan's sacrifice was nothing more than than just, you know, napalm to that. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just fueled us to the point where, and, and I mean, think of it. I, I don't even know if I could say this on the air. But I will say that his parents would come. Mm -hmm. What that's like. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So, and forgive the audience, I'm also filled with emotion at the loss of a recent loss of a, a dear friend, another Broadway uh, uh, devo, Mr. Trent Armand Kendall. Mm. And so, um, you know, to have to look his parents in the face every night and sing Seasons of Love seriously. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would, I don't yeah. know if I could do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh. And so, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, seriously hard to do. Yeah. We talk a lot about how much rent makes us cry, but we're mm -hmm. we're not the buttoned up types where it's like, ooh, we got them. Like, we'll we'll just cry. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. You guys I, look, are... I look forward to it. Easy hankies. I, exactly. I understand. Yeah, no, I got it. Oh, please. Hankies. Just, easy hankies, baby. Easy hankies. I just, uh, I just, we just did, ooh, we just did the showcase with my kids. And, uh. We would talk. I told him, I was like, I need at least six hankies now, and I, I, I want the easy hankies because I already know your parents. I know the which ones are you guys. The easy uh -huh. hankies. No, we want the the tight ones. We want them. And I, we did. We did. Those kids are brave. They uh they always well they don't always but they they totally fed the topic uh this year and they they helped me write the script and then they gave me the topic for next year and I'm like, you guys sure you want to do this? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. What's the topic of the uh? The they want to do race. Oh, All interesting. Right. That's next June. Yeah. Yeah, they want to do race. And what did you do this year? Oh, we did humanity. So we were, one of ours was graduating and going to college. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to say goodbye to her by featuring her. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to do humanity in light of all of this. Talk about, I have a very multicultural um, student body. Mm -hmm. And um, in light of all of the, just the, you know, vitriol that's been in the air lately, and kids feel this, you know what I'm saying? They, they're not immune to all of this. And so uh, they've talked a lot about how people seem to be angrier mm. and and all of that. And so I said I wanted to do the show on humanity. But I wasn't sure how to manifest that. So what we decided to do, I decided to take the fact that uh, this girl was leaving and going to college and about to be like an adult to talk about the stuff that we all feel. And the, the angers and the frustrations and the fears and the everything, you know, and all of it. 
And then the little ones, they had the task of keeping us happy. They had the task of reminding us of, you know, sunshine and rainbows and stuff. <laughs> and so the songs were dispersed because I, I try to make the song. I use the songs to highlight their voices, certainly to make them feel more encouraged about performing. Right. Mm -hmm. But then also, you know, to tell the story. And uh, one of the. There were so many wonderful moments uh, uh, of the girl who's leaving. She did Rag and Bones Human, which was just <laughs> off the charts. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the cool things was we took the older ones and they were all cast as the high schoolers. So you were high school, upper and lower classmen, middle school and elementary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, doing that circle of life thing, just kind of as we're moving through these, you know, positions in our life. And so the high schoolers did Stressed Out, 21 Pilots. And the little ones, they all played their inner children. So on the last chorus, they all kind of skipped up next to them. And they all played like little hand games. We, we could turn back time. And they like played little <laughs> hand games, right? And then uh, the older ones fell asleep on that. You know, you used to play pretend, you used to play pretend, right? Right, right. Because, you know, if you remember the video, the guys are like, you know, teenagers sleep a lot. And, you know, they're in mm -hmm. their beds. So I had them, you know, drop sleep. So they drop sleep. They used to play pretend. But their inner children are standing right next to them. And they watch them fall asleep. <laughs> and right at the end, you know, uh, um, uh, little rock ship fly far away Jimmy out of space and I laugh in her face and then the little one's screaming there wake up you need to make money yo <laughs> and you know and uh, um, the parents who are your audience right your audience is the parents and the friends and the families and whatever but it just really struck them it really did and um, um, I think there's gonna, it'll be interesting and this next show's going to be very interesting I'm proud of those kids Proud of kids in general. Proud of the Parkland kids. Uh, proud to have been a part of getting them on the Tonys. Very proud of that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, that. totally. Uh, um, uh, I call them a few weeks after the... I make parodies when the politics makes me mad. I make these parodies and I put them up on thing. And then I made one for uh, the Parkland kids. I'm totally into what they have been able to do and yeah. how, how powerful they are at it. And so uh, Heather Hitchens, I, I called her up and asked her if they would consider it and, you know, we went back and forth and I gave them a bunch of arguments about, you know, not arguments, but, you know, uh, 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 what do you say? Incentives or, or reason, good reasons to mm -hmm. do it, basically. Here's good reasons to to do this, to take this uh, chance. Yeah. And, uh, and then I guess, uh, I'm not sure what else happened. I think uh, also one of the Parkland kids contacted them as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, then it became, you know, just kind of everything just snowballed and, it happened, and I'm really glad. That's yeah, great. It was, was so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I told him it would be. I really did. I had an email. Email was like, you guys have no idea. There won't be a dry. It actually says that there won't be a dry eye in the mm -hmm. house because I knew yeah. it. I was like, there is nothing better than those particular voices singing that particular song yeah. at this particular time. Yes. yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. who better to embody what that song really means? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and hopefully they'll do rent soon if they haven't done it already. Yeah. Um. So you... Did rent on Broadway for two years. What was it like? Um, yeah, was it um, emotionally uh, taxing? Exhausting. Yeah, all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just all the time. I mean, every every it, it, you know, you're hitting the highest heights, right? And the Tonys, the Pulitzer, you know, the Macy's thing, and na na na, na. and Jonathan's gone yeah. and 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 you know every award has to be accepted by somebody else and mm -hmm. you know i mean it's the it's you know look up bittersweet and that's it you know what i mean yeah. and it's like wow okay so it was as great and flaming fantastic as it was it was also a constant pick at an open wound you know what i mean yeah. and so um you know just uh just i i 
I'll never not be grateful for it. And, and I can't say, I could say, I could say, yeah, it would be cool if we could have done it with him. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know if it was stratosphered like it did, but I don't I don't think anybody would have cared. He'd still be here writing. And mm-hmm. yeah, that would be awesome. And there's I'm sure it was so much pressure to, like, carry on the uh, legacy. Uh, and... Not just the legacy, but like I said, it wasn't the legacy. It was the fact that his family. Yeah. Would see him through us. Mm. And that is I, I don't know. You know, what I mean, yeah. I, to this day, I, you know, it's just like. I hope we lived up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did his family mm-hmm. come to the uh, the night where you all sang through? Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive. I, that was such a blur. I'm sure. But yeah, I'm almost yeah. positive. Wow. Because they were in town for the opening. They were in town for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I'm sure you're aware of, you know, now people look back on rent and they think, well, why aren't these guys just paying their rent? Like, shouldn't they just do? Don't shouldn't they like that Benny is like giving them a state of the art studio? You know, oh, really? there's a, yeah, a lot of people are are like, <laughs> come on, guys, just yeah. uh, get a job and pay your rent. Just like, let them open a nice multimedia studio. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah okay. Did that ever come up? No. <laughs> um, but that explains a lot of what's happening now. If people can say things like that, then that explains a great deal of what's going on in the country right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not us. I, I, I didn't say <laughs> it was. We're, we're rent defenders to the no, end. I, it's not even defenders. It's it's a matter of, once again, a lack of compassion to the point of being able to just say things like that. And, and, yeah. and when you get to that point, things like this can be happening. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that, that does. That explains a lot. I'm not I, – I wish – I am surprised I, – I, I, I wish – I was more surprised. Sure. To yeah. have heard that, but mm-hmm. it's also no one who lived in New York at any point when it was hard to live in New York. Sweetie, I, I passed, oh, I don't know, 10 homeless people mm. in the hour I've been in town right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Yeah. Uh, 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 there's no reason for anything like that to exist in this uh, country, certainly. Yeah. But certainly not even on Earth. And so it's just something that is in the hearts of mankind that makes us do terrible things to each other and to give our power away to things that have no actual power, mm-hmm. like money and titles and positions and all mm-hmm. that crap. Mm-hmm. And if rent teaches you anything, it teaches you those things. It should at yeah. any rate. That's what, you know, those are the underlying themes changed me cellularly the whole piece and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. I have my priorities forever in, in place because of it. Yeah. Um so yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, speaks highly to the to the environment we currently live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that oh my gosh, the thing that got me was when the the film came out. Whatever you may think about that film, one of the things that was in the uh the reviews and the critiques was how AIDS was irrelevant. Oh, and I was really? like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? It doesn't it, exist anymore? I was like, wait, what? What? Say what? <laughs> who is I'm it like, irrelevant to? I was like, wow, yeah, right. Uh, certainly not people who have it. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> contract it tomorrow and tell me that, please. Oh, my god. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, you know, and that was however many years ago. Yeah. And, you know, so if you were that callous then, what you're telling me now yeah. is no surprise at all. Yeah, people are more removed now. It's mm-hmm. so sad. Uh, I have a very important question. The song Contact. Mm-hmm. 
what is happening during Sex? contact? Like, is it is okay? Is it so, a big orgy with all of you? No. Are you well, all on stage? It is. Yes. You're all but, under a sheet. Right. I mean, you know, it's artistic license. Come on, we're supposed to all be having our own. You're all in experience. your experience. Yeah. No, we're not. I, I, well, what? My version, okay? I am HO because whatever. Yeah. Ask Michael this question, right? Sure. And then if we could, we'd ask Jonathan. Yeah. But yeah, you have to ask Michael this question to get the most accurate answer, I would suppose. Yes. But in my mind, it was we were all having our own different, you know, experiences. It was just okay. stage that, you know, in this sort of because we're also in the midst of Angel's death throes. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. what it really is, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's it's sort of a uh, uh, you know, in, in a film, it would be some special effect, multi, you know, and they didn't do it in the film. Like, <laughs> Once again, no comments on the film. None. I'm saying nothing about that. That work. Yes. Um, except that I'd love to redo it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. With all my great. heart. I would love to redo it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I would say. love for that to happen. Too. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I can see it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a representation of everyone having sex while dealing with the reality of Angel passing, but they're on their own, mm-hmm. but on stage they're together. I would think that they are on their own. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would think that they are on their own. But it's, you know, da- uh, uh, thing. Uh, Mimi's a junkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um Angel is taking all sorts of heavily, you know, heavy psychotropic narcotics, I'm sure. You know, um, there's all sorts of reasons. Because, like, I'm, I would think about how I would put it on film. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of reasons for all of this to morph into one sort of psychedelic reality uh, uh in a multidimensional kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can easily see that because, once again, this is an opera. Rent is an opera, and that is what everybody forgets. It's an opera, and and when you are in a heightened reality like that, you can go to ballet. Mm-hmm. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You can do that, and that's what contact is. Contact is a ballet in the middle of an opera. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. And plenty of musicals have that sort of a dream ballet, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you um did the cast learn about La Boheme? Like did you listen to it? Well, we were encouraged to listen to it. Jonathan gave us all the research. I love, oh man, the death, his backstory and I still have it all uh somewhere in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And um uh no, I do. Um character backstory and La Boheme and all of that he had written out and broken down for us so that we could, you know, study it or not. I mean, you're a professional, it's, you know, but me I like my homework. I love that. I mean, yeah. it texturizes everything and Yeah. Uh uh, backstory and shoes are very important to any character I play. <laughs> I yeah, I agree. I I feel like anytime uh, you're ever in any putting your costume on really helps, but the shoes shoes because it, that affects up, the yeah, entire everything. way that you carry your body. That's right, it really does. And getting used to the shoes and just and then letting the shoes inform you about a lot of things about your character because mm-hmm. it informs the way you carry your body exactly. And um, you know, especially period shoes. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, yeah, backstory and shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you heard it here. <laughs> backstory and shoes from a couple of easy hankies. <laughs> 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 I'm never giving that up. I love it. Uh, easy hankies, yeah. Uh, great. Well, I think the time has come to listen to Take Me or Leave Me. Um, let's do it. 
this these chords get me so excited. The opening chords, I was gonna Every say. Yeah, they do it for me. I walk down the street. Nearly impossible not to sing along. <laughs> it's so hard. So sweet. Baby, so sweet. Everybody stares at me, boys, girls. I can't help it. And in La Boheme, so be kind and don't Mimi is the one that sings very similar lines to this. Because this, yeah. So some of those sentiments come right from La Boheme. Remember what Joanne is doing at this moment? Like she's sitting angrily, <laughs> right? I can't remember. I'm picturing her sitting backwards on a chair, but I don't think that's right. I'm picturing her standing with her arms crossed. Okay, so it could be either one. <laughs> Love to rewatch the video. Can you imagine to your you get in a fight with a significant other and you're like, um, excuse me, this diva needs her stage? <laughs> yeah, that's a red flag. <laughs> But I am going to start using that in fights. <laughs> you, know, you get it. This diva needs her stage. She's so good. So good. And this kind of singing also, like, I'd never heard in a musical before. Similar to Adam Pascal's singing and Daphne Urban Vegas. So, like, throaty. Mm-hmm. Very, like, we got some spells in that's the thing that uh, Jess McKenna mentioned. You can watch a super cut of people doing that line, and it's heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, oof. It won't work. I look before she comes. Oh, yes. I make lists in my sleep, baby. What's my sin? Never quit. I follow through. What's my sin? I hate messing up. Is this, this is the best song in the show. It's, um, maybe the best song in the entire world. It's yeah. so good. It's so rich. They, the voices pair together so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always identified with uh, Joanne the song. Didn't break up and get back together. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> it's true. I've literally never not broken up and gotten back together at least one time. <laughs> I think my record is like two or three get backs. Get backs. Get backs. perfect so good a lot of people's very very favorite song definitely i maybe my favorite (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe um i mean i guess i can but it's so great that he 
heard your, you and Adina and knew that he had to write this? It it's said, so perfect. Big Bafo musical comedy number here in the script. That's what <laughs> really. <it said. laughs> and I went to him, and I was really digging the thing. And I really love We're Okay. I love that song. Mm, yeah. Yes. What a wonderful, what a wonderful Broadway moment. Also very funny. Mm-hmm. Like just a no, very, it's, very it's funny. An, it's an song. actor's song. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. an actor's song, and and it just. <laughs> I, I remember the out of body experience I had on opening night saying to myself, you're doing a spotlight solo number on Broadway. (laughs) And then jumping back into my body and finishing it. But it was just, (laughs) oh, my God, love. And I love that number so much. It's so clever. It's it's just wonderful. It's hard to do, too. Mm -hmm. Hard to master. But but Take Me, uh, I mean, like like I said, it just blew my mind when I saw those lyrics. I was like, wow, I have no idea when you really got to know me like that. Mm. And I remember going to him in the course of the rehearsals, because I told you I didn't really interact with him much, but the one thing I did have to go to him and say, I was like, look, I love this piece. I love, we're okay, I love uh, tango. But everybody else in this show gets to, like, wail, and I want to wail, too. Yeah. (laughs) And so please, whatever you do, when you write that number, please, let me just, like, show out, please, because I just, you know, want to, like, you know, let it all hang out for me. Yeah. And when he came back with that song, I was like, okay, here we go. This is just freaking awesome. Uh (laughs) And uh, listening to it just now is so strange. I don't listen to this album. Hmm. I can't. Uh, I can't. I, I just really can't. So I only do it when I have to. Yeah. Seeing it live is one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but listening to, I, you know, I just, I, I don't know why. I just can't do it. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Really I mean, emotional. It's a lot. I feel strange listening to my own voice. I don't. Like I can listen to my own voice to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's not that. You have a very nice voice. Well, thank my you. voice is weird. <laughs> no, it, it's not that at all. It's because mm-hmm. I've gotten used to that. And that's something just, I try to, you know, yeah. teach all my my. Uh, the people I work with, you've got to get used to hearing your voice. That's not the problem. The emotion it's, of it and the memory. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. really – I did it once on one of the drives back to uh, see my mom at her Christmas. Mm. I played back on the drive back. Wow. On the open road and just, oh, my God, it's yeah. really mm. just psychedelic. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Rens, unfortunately, is not something that I can just, like, enjoy like yes. that. It's part yeah. of me yeah. cellularly, but mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. I love it, but, you know, in the very kind of – it's, a, it's got a weight to it. Yeah. Um, so I don't listen to it that much. So listening to it now and, and thinking about because I'm thinking about you guys and like I realize that and it's so mind trippy when you think about it. There are people who know my voice the way I know, say, Jennifer Holiday mm. or even LaChance or, or – or, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. The, or, or like when I got to work with Donna McKechnie, it was so cool. I got to work with her and, and we shared a dressing room and I was like, look, I got to say it to you. You know, you are my rent. You are yeah. what mm-hmm. brought me and, and you know what I mean? The same way people come and say that to me now and I'm just like, oh, man, it's so cool. And it's so weird and, and surreal to think about the fact that there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of you out there who – hear this soundtrack and know it you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. and and it's like I don't know there's that's trippy for me yeah so like all of your any like thing you do vocally we grew up 
listening to. Yeah. We're like, I oh, know, here's the part the, where she uh-huh. does this. We right. know, exactly. Know like, exactly when the notes go up and like, you yeah. know, when you do like a, a little flourish Dude, on the I, soundtrack. Because mm-hmm. I grew up loving Broadway and I, I have soundtracks in me like that and I, I totally mm-hmm. get it. And so the fact that I'm on one is like, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> so does this describe the character or also you like both so you it's so are... well done it's so well done i mean he just it's so well done he i mean he was an excellent excellent writer i learned so much about writing from him yeah. by studying rent backwards and and you know what i mean and because I, I was finishing my first real screenplay when when rent was happening yeah. and i learned so much you know uh by studying that script and looking at the way he you know because it's funny uh, you know to get that book robert mckee baby story i'm not playing i don't do free commercials but that book <laughs> if you're trying to write something that book is very seriously on point all right uh uh you know he goes in the whole personal thing at the end you can take or leave that but his craft, his his talk on craft, can't beat it. Um, and so, you know, I'm reading that, and I'm, you know, da, 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 and of course, you know, there's all the emotion and all the everything, and, and I I function by being proactive, by working. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's just mm-hmm. how I grieve. It's how I function. And so all I could do is just, like a shark, just keep swimming. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, uh, and finishing that screenplay was huge for me. Um, and looking back, you know, over the years, I've learned a great, great, great deal about, you know, the craft of writing from just that whole experience and from having to break rent down several times. I broke it down mm-hmm. to as a film. I've actually done that. So, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, um, yeah. you learned, I learned a lot about character development and, you know, just all kinds of things. He was a great writer. He really, really mm-hmm. was. Yeah. And he was also a great observer as a good writer, as a great writer must be. Mm-hmm. And he absorbed us. I mean, he just <laughs> absorbed us and spit us back out in that song. And I was like, wow. That so when he so crazy. when he was like I wrote this for you uh, and then it calls you an anal retentive and a, <laughs> a droll geek you were like yeah that's me yeah you got oh, it. I, I I tell people all the time a little OCD goes a long way yeah I am not um, like mega OCD yeah. but uh, I had to I had to do it to become a more organized person in order to you know actually. F- make all this work the, the great multitasking of life and certainly being a, a working actor is no joke and having yeah. a family and a whole bunch of other junk mm-hmm. so yeah uh, I don't knock my little anal thing at all it, it helps <laughs> I'm me the same greatly way. Hey, I think it's a great way to be don't be mad it's a really good thing <laughs> I, I tell you know I'm, people how do I get it you know how do you handle it it's like, it's like well okay are you are you uh, do you suffer from searching frenzy Never knowing where that thing is and always searching for something. Oh, yes. It's, like, it's, it's a little OCD, I don't know baby. how people can live baby, that way. You know what I'm saying? A little OCD. <laughs> Put that hook up. Get that cup for your glasses. I'm sorry. Get, you know what I mean? Just Have that the, pocket in your the, purse. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Do you understand? Look at me in my little pockets. Do it. Just, mm-hmm. get, you know, it really, it just helps you because if you want what you say you want, then you have to actually put in the work to get it. Mm-hmm. And that means tighten up your game because I'm sorry, life is not going to be out there. Talking about, oh, poor you. And I, that's one of the things about, unfortunately, you know, um, uh, like recent upbringings have been heavily uh, cushioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being as diplomatic as I can about this because, <laughs> honestly, you everybody don't get a trophy. Yeah. Everybody don't win. Mm-hmm. So... You have to have that kind of resilience built in, especially if you're going to do something like, I mean, once again, go back to rent. If we're going to keep this about rent, then let's keep it about rent. All of that is in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? All of it. And so you have to be ready for that, for the fact that in the end, you know, I mean, and that's just it. Uh, uh, one of the things I, 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 you know, it sounds so 
I, I don't want to be Debbie Downer because I, I don't. I'm actually not. I'm a very optimistic, happy person, and I'm happy because I choose to be happy because I understand that happiness is in fact a choice. It is not external. It is completely internal. All you have to do to be happy is look yourself in the face and say. I am so happy. I'm alive. I'm happy. I'm filled with emotion at the loss of my friend, right? Mm -hmm. There's all this drama going on in the world. There's all kinds of crap that you could be like, you know, about if you really want to be. But two people can be in the exact same circumstance at the exact same time doing the exact same thing. And for one, it could be the most joyous moment of their life. And for one, they could be ready to just jump off a bridge. And it's all about how you perceive things. Mm -hmm. And all of that is in rent. It Mm. really, really is. And, I, I, yeah, I'm forever grateful for that show. I'm telling you, it changed me on a cellular level. Yeah. And because I was always, like, you know, spiritual and, you know, seeking and na 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 But that culmination of my craft, my career, uh, uh, my philosophy, and my and, – and, and, and that loss, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All at once – it was like that fusion. I guess that's what superheroes feel when they get that, when they get their powers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? it all came it together, just, oh, and yeah. it changed me down to the actual cellular level. And yeah. and and I I don't regret it at all. I never yeah. could, never could. One thing that I love about this song is the first half of it is just Maureen singing at Joanne, yeah. right? Oh, and yeah. Joanne is what what did you like what is for you what's the character thinking during that? Is it just like I'm going to let her do her thing and then I'm going to tell her how it is? No, you, you, the character loves her. Yeah. She loves her. And so, you know, when you love someone and I was going to say dysfunctional love, but there's no such thing as functional. Anything. There's no such thing. I mean, people stop tripping. No functional people. Okay? You can try to be as functional as possible, but, you know, that whole perfect functional thing, forget that. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it makes life easier once you forget that because then you can be like, oh, okay, I'm just a human and i like, fallible. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a relief. We're all doing yeah. our best. Yeah, <laughs> doing our best. So she loves her. And see, that's the whole key to Joanne in the, in the whole thing. She just loves her and she loves her Part, partially and a lot, Ali, this whole community in general, because it's very much about this community. And one of the things about it is that, once again, as we talked about, there is no discussion of race, of, of sexual orientation. Nobody cares about any of that. The only thing anybody cares about is who are you? Mm-hmm. Are you here with us? We're here with you. And that's it. And, and can we just love each other as we are? Can we accept each other as is? Right? And that is what Joanne was looking for. When you think about her upbringing and her family background, what she was looking for was acceptance as is. She, I know the world Joanne comes from. Okay, mm-hmm. bougie black folks. I know that world. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I know it very well. And I'm not mad with them at all, but there can be a lack of acceptance if you are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, They're uh, saying, don't, you know, when you visit us, don't wear your Doc Martens. Don't bring your girlfriend. Right, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And so what Joanne found, she had everything else. She had money. She had positions. She's doing great. She was slumming on purpose. You see what I'm saying? It's not like, you know what I mean? So, but what she found there, she couldn't find anywhere else, which was unconditional love. You're cool as you are. We appreciate you just as you are. 
right? Mm -hmm. And then you couple that with the fact that Maureen is sexy as hell. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And that was also part of it. I mean, the big part of this whole thing was just straight up libido. Mm -hmm. So Joanne is hot for her. She loves her. And, you know, there's something, I mean, you know, and Adina Menzel, let's face it, she was all in. That was one of the, I loved doing this with her because she was all in. And there's nothing like it being on stage with another actress who, or another, you know, actor I mean all of us we that was the thing all of us were all in don't you see yeah, everybody yeah. on stage I mean all in and so doing it as draining as it was it was also it's like a like one of those serious drugs that just wipes you out when you're done after the high yeah. but the high itself the ride itself man that's why you keep going back it was just like what because everybody on stage you want to talk about an incredible experience as an actor on stage with other people just bringing it just breaking it every night and um eight times a week and just yeah, yeah. that was Ugh. that was the thing and so she was just bringing it you know what i'm saying yeah. just killing uh-huh. it and i was like okay diva let's rise let's go because you know if you she was i'm like yeah it's all good <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really you know because that's one of the things about being on stage all the things that make you weird in the world yeah become glory on stage, you know what I'm saying? And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all the, you know, talk about superpowers, just saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> really was. It was like, it was one of those type things where, you know, everybody's, everybody's yeah. shooting their powers at each other. Yeah, I was going to say, visually, since this is a podcast, uh, Freddie's sort of shooting yeah, no, lightning I'm doing, bolts Yeah, no, I'm doing my Marvel hand. comics Lasers. thing right uh-huh. now. Yeah, because I'm into the, I'm into the, because, you know, I've been following, uh, uh, naturally, I try to follow folks, so I was trying to follow, I just caught up on The Flash, and uh-huh. we love that. And <laughs> oh, I was just uh, talking about, uh, I'm uh, staying in a hotel with a friend, and we were singing Rent this morning, and uh, we were talking about that episode of The Flash where they like all sing and yeah, right. No, they've done two musical episodes, I think. I know, I love it. We gotta get they Jesse can blow. Those kids this. can really blow. I'm telling you, I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> I mean, we know Jesse, but you know, it's like uh-huh, yeah. a lot of latent crazy musical yeah. talent mm-hmm. on that show. Uh, um, we had Joanne and Maureen do have of the couples in the show the most sort of sexual chemistry like you know Angel and Collins are sort of sweet together mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, Mimi and Roger are like figuring out mm-hmm, their baggage and all that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but man these well, two I mean, are once again the writer he understood Ooh. what he was doing he yeah. separated out the whole dynamics of relationships yeah. into these couples you know what I'm saying yeah. and uh, and then of course you know he also played off the stereotypical over kind of that lesbian stereotype of the fighting and the not 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying mm-hmm. but somehow even though even though he was, he was playing off the stereotype, but he made it real. He made yes. it work. Mm-hmm. He wasn't insulting. Do you see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. let's face it, stereotypes can be based on some realities. And so he took what he knew and and really brought it. I, I, I'll never... I, I still I can't say enough. I keep pictures of him in all my classrooms and all mm-hmm. my... Because I want my students to know who he was. Yeah. And this doesn't feel like the other sort of stock jokes people make about no, lesbians. No, it feels no. really once again, specific. And, once mm-hmm. again, it, because it never really came down to that. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It was never mm-hmm. about them being lesbians. It was about two people, yeah. you know, yeah. in this heated on and off again relationship. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That just happens to be part of a lesbian stereotypical profile. Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it also is you uh, you see uh, that sort of a relationship in also in uh, in gay relationships, in a heterosexual oh, absolutely. relationships. It's, but it's, that's why it worked. Feels, yeah, Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. why it worked because you had all these layers exactly. going. You yeah. know what I mean? And it wasn't so about relatable. that. It wasn't that on top. You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he de- he deconstructed all of those things, and yeah. and we love him for that. We so really where do. where is the couple at this point? You've broken up. One, Maureen and Joanne have 
we're we're incessantly breaking up. up. Yeah. But the thing is, I think I just confronted her. It's all off. This is all off stage. But the confrontation over Mark Uh is what really sparks all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then this is yeah, this is just their latest sort of (laughs) one of many. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah. And then they get back together at the funeral? The funeral. You used to have this party when when Roger's leaving. Uh That's the funeral. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 When he sold his guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And bought a A car. car. Oh, my gosh. It's true. It's so (laughs) hysterical. Wow. I'm so sorry. Uh, I love that so much. Uh, (laughs) Was there any part of this, of the song that was hard? Or was it just, it just sort of came out of you? Like, it was... I didn't pay, you know, it's harder to sing it now after all these years because I don't do it a lot. And I really have to kind of brush it back up, I guess, because I'm, the 25 is coming and I'm pretty sure somebody's going to say something. But uh, uh, I shouldn't let it go. You know, it's Mm -hmm. all muscle memory. Singing is a sport and it's all muscle memory. And so... Adina. Uh, really wasn't <laughs> Do you hear trying that to. constantly? <laughs> no, thank God. Um, Sorry. Uh, 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 <laughs> I can only imagine. Her, poor her. I can only imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I, I shouldn't vocally let it go uh, 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 to to the wayside because, yeah. you know, it's an amazing song. Mm-hmm. I didn't think much about it then. And it's so funny because somebody came up to me on the street one day and was like, how do you do it? How do you belt that E every night? And I was like, what E? What are you talking about? And that was the day I discovered high note phobia. Oh. Because I went back and I listened to it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I am singing an E every night. <laughs> Fuck that. So at that point, I was like, well, if it's lower than an E, I guess it's not high. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I, I got over my high note phobia. And that is when I realized, okay, this is actual high note phobia. This is in your mind. And the crazy thing about high note phobia is singers do it with every song. Mm. You can high note phobia a note lower than the last song you did just because it's the highest, the highest note in note. that song. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And part of it is the style of the song and how it's positioned in your palate. And, you know, some notes are easier to sing than others in certain times in certain songs. Sure. But um, what's the high note in this song? Which? I I guess it's the E. I don't know. Oh. But since then, I mean, you know, Gwen took it to a whole other level. So by the time uh, we did the 10 year anniversary, uh, it was way up uh Higher than that, I don't know what it is. Now. You know, what I mean, so it just all depends on how you feel like singing it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to rework it for, yeah. for like you know the geriatric version. <laughs> <laughs> Do you are you um, excited for Rent Live? <sighs> sort of. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> until I see it, who do you do? You have someone that you? I have nothing to okay. say about that okay. until I see it. Great, we'll check back in. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh! Anytime they announce one, I'm like, Fingers I'm, crossed. Yeah. I'm nervous. It's it's hard, especially it that is, one. Oh, if you don't yeah. get rent, then it just tanks. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to imagine they're gonna do it. And right how for on television, right? TV. Exactly, right? How? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay, right? Yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah, never mind. Fingers crossed. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep uh, on the sunny side. Sunny side. <laughs> All right, great. Well, I think it's time for our final segment yeah. here. We're gonna play a game called what did we name it? I can't remember. Uh, life after rent. Life after. Oh, rent. okay. So our question for you is. We're just gonna fanfic it up here mm-hmm. and ask what what are uh, what are Maureen <laughs> and Joanne up to? up to now? Oh dear God, really? 
I couldn't tell you. I, I, I honestly, I've never given it a moment. I keep forgetting people do this. <laughs> no, yeah, I work crazy. Do. No, we're I'm crazy serious. People. It's not even the crazy. My sister does this. She does it with Star Trek and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're Trekkies for rent. <laughs> right, but I'm saying I, I really I forget that this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, or right after the. You know, yeah, it doesn't have ends. to be now. But what what do they do? Um, Are they do they stay together? Let's, let's see. Let's see. Um, I think they stay together. I'm just musing on this now. Sure. Mm-hmm. So let's say because of course they're bonded by the end of the show. They bring in um, Mimi. She's not dead. <sighs> let's say Mimi lives. And let's say uh, Maureen dumps Joanne in another year after that and probably moves to L.A. or something. <laughs> that feels – I was going to – yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, is she still a performance Joanne artist? Joanne stays with the with – the, uh, no, she sells out. She goes big for money. <laughs> and uh, – uh, 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 and maybe Benny goes with her. I don't know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that kind of worked out in real life, didn't it? That was really <laughs> accidental, by the way. Because uh, really, people think I was thinking about the characters, but that's like that's funny. That's so funny. That is. Yeah, yeah. right? Because that would make sense. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 Joanne stays with the community. Um, oh, yeah. And she and Mark probably start some sort of... Uh, Film company. She probably lawyers for his. his that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Uh-huh. Film company, and they d- maybe do some really cool, uh, you know, shorts or something that wins. Like you know, they're mm-hmm. very critically acclaimed. It's yeah. really interesting yes. that um, uh, uh, Joanne and Mark uh, have. Uh, they hate each other at the beginning or just feel they annoyed. They each other. They're just but they, rivals for the same for sure. love. That's different. But if yeah. they— uh, Another just universal, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. genderless thing. Exactly, truly, genderless yeah. thing. And they're so similar. If if uh, Maureen wasn't there, they would—I'd be great friends And that's exactly what happens after—I mm-hmm. mean, that's exactly what happens in the end. Yes, yeah. I think that's precisely what happens. Because yeah. she says—that's one of the things she says in the show. I can't stand you two being friends. It's like, yeah, well. Yeah. And once that happened, uh-huh. you know, that didn't unhappen regardless of what happens between the two of them. Sure. So, yeah, now I see them mm-hmm. becoming if, – if we're going to fan fiction, I could see that, that sure. going that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Hey, maybe you just gave me closing credits for the uh, thing. <laughs> but no, I, I wouldn't want to do that. That's not what rent is. No, mm-hmm. yeah, just like no. flash forward. No. Yeah, no. Or like the like writing on the screen that's like, Joanne went on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely not. No. Oh, oh my God, that's so not rent. Yeah, <laughs> so not rent. No, no, not at all. Yeah, uh, rent is an ethic. There's no doubt. And you have to get that ethic if you want to do it right. Very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well, um, where can people see you said you uh, you put together parody songs where can people see that www.bigspoonproductions.com. Awesome. Or on YouTube at Big Spoon Productions. Uh, yeah, and uh, Twitter and all the like, but you can find it all at uh, bigspoonproductions.com. And uh, yeah. 
Great. You can keep up with all things Freddie if you're interested. We shall. And, and we we're going to find those memes. <laughs> that I want. Oh, I, Number one priority. Send them to me. I want that. Oh, uh. yes. I was like, how do we get to the Wayback Machine? I want that. <laughs> we'll find them. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We've what a treat. Just a delightful time. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm glad. I'm glad. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, should we do all our stuff real quick? Yes. Um, you I can, don't remember any of it. Uh, I'll do my best. You can follow us on Instagram at everythingisrent, on Twitter at everything underscore rent. You can email us at everythingrentpod at gmail.com. Send everything us, is rent pod or everything rent pod? Everything is rent pod. <laughs> at gmail.com. You know what? Email every, every email address you can think of and we'll get one of them. Um, <laughs> we would like to thank um, just everybody. Jeez, uh, who do we thank? Um, our, uh, <laughs> we'll, add We're this. Gonna... we'll add this when we get back to LA. Yeah, we'll add all this. Great. Um, okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Well, as promised, we're back in LA and we're ready to thank some people. Oh my gosh, we've got so many thanks. Thank you to Sophie at UCB New York for helping us engineer this episode. Uh, thanks to Zach Reno for our music. Thanks to James Mulholland for our artwork. And as always, thanks to Mark David Christensen for engineering here in LA and a little in New York. Yeah, rate and review us on iTunes if you would. Please, just the nice stuff. Uh, email us at everythingisrentpod at gmail.com. And we said the other stuff correctly, right? Yes. <laughs> just not the email address. Probably. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We're keeping all of this in. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most interesting part Uh is Uh me learning how computers work. Oh, well, I'm everybody's Apple care that I know. Everybody calls me when they're when they have trouble (laughs) with their apples. Do you like short stories? Is life getting in the way of you enjoying short stories? Well, Campfire Media's podcast Stories But Shorter has got you covered. Each week, a published author comes on to read one of their fantastic short stories, and then they talk about it with the host, me, Cassie Jerkins, and my producer, Jeremy Schmidt. Enjoy a short story on your way to work, discover great writers, and feel a little more cultured. Download and subscribe to Stories But Shorter on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.